0: Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to the Toronto Raptors 103 to 120 loss to the New York Knicks, and this one's a tough one. This is a tough game to sort of swallow, as it, it's been a divided Toronto Raptors fan base for the past month or so, since the trade deadline. People wanting to tank, wanting to succeed in a playoff run, or at least a play-in tournament run, and the Raptors unfortunately, didn't get the win tonight, and this was the big test, because the team obviously struggled with health and safety protocols, injuries, rest, for the last couple weeks, and it looked like we were all playing the kazoos, everyone was on the tank wagon, and then we saw the team sort of get healthy, sort of bounce back, and then unfortunately, the team uh, the team comes out against their first true opponent, I guess you can make an argument that the Nets are a, are a squad that is strong, even without Kevin Durant and James Harden, but the real test was the New York Knicks tonight, who I believe are on a now a nine-game winning streak, eight or nine games, and they came out. It was a neck-and-neck game. The Raptors certainly tried their best in this one. We had uh, OG, Pascal, Fred put up big numbers, but unfortunately couldn't get it done as a collective, so it's it's a a tough situation, and I'm gonna peep the chat here as well. I got, uh, it's tough to see with all the lighting and stuff. We got a solo. Riker's, uh, Riker's not on this one. He's, (laughs) he's on his, uh, Knicks Digest podcast because he's obviously a Knicks fan. That's all jokes, but, uh, we're rocking solo here today, so we're going to see what you guys, I want to hear your takes because there's a lot of big takeaways from this game, but firstly, the first guy we got to talk about, I guess, is OG Ananobi. OG Ananobi, 27 points. Five rebounds, three assists. I'm going to start with the positives, right? As people come in, right, we uh, we get all this stuff cooking, but uh, start with the positives, then we can talk about the negatives and then the direction for this Toronto Raptors team. But OG Ananobi, he's a guy that obviously has had an up-and-down year with injuries, health and safety, all that stuff. It's been talked about a lot, but it's really nice to see him get more of an opportunity, especially with Norman Powell moving on, to flex his ball handling, to flex his three-point shooting, to... Show what he can do. And I thought tonight, the three looks solid 6 of 11 from the three-point line. I think that's a season high. And also, he's he's a player that, that slashed, had a really... I don't know. I'm the biggest OG fan there is. I got his jersey in the background. I think you can see it better on this. This area, yeah. I got OG in the corner there. I put a uh, Damar and Lowry in the middle just for, for culture's sake. But, I don't know. OG playing solid defense, doing the right things on the court. He is going to be extremely valuable to this team as we move forward and i see people already talking about gary trent and we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh gary trent as the this pod goes along for a lot of it we're gonna bring out some of the segments early but siakam again those down the stretch the fourth quarter there was a lot left to be desired so to speak and siakam 26.7 rebounds five assists really nice box score. I thought overall he did a good job at getting to the rim, getting the right shots, going down on Julius Randle when he's on him in the paint, right, just taking him down low, spinning, doing those shots, getting to the right spots around the rim instead of shooting those fadeaway floaters, chucking it up. Getting right underneath the rim and throwing up, getting getting proper layups, proper finishes. I thought that was solid, and it was really nice to see his threes go down. Five of nine from the three point line. That also might be a season high, considering how his three point shooting has really just fallen off a cliff this game. But it's a, uh, it's it's it is what it is, right? I, it's nice to see Siakam, our top three guys, our main three, core three. Really played well, and obviously I'd like to see Lowry and Trent be in those in that core as well, but Lowry, since the trade deadline has really struggled, and Trent will get into him after, but uh, the final positive tonight, Fred VanVleet, 27 points, 11 assists, 5 rebounds. Man was a beast out there, obviously some ups and downs, right? It wasn't all super hype, the whole game, exciting, all that sort of stuff, but, you know, it's, uh, when Fred's, again, five threes. what is that? Quick math, 16 threes from Fred, Pascal, and OG combined. That's a positive night. That's a positive output to to look forward to and see that our main guys at least hit some shots against a solid New York Knicks defense. But, you know, 11 assists, that's always great to see from Fred Van Vliet as well. Sometimes he struggles in that area, but usually it's Malachi Flynn who's been getting the assists. but oh, in well, he only played six minutes. I didn't, it didn't even feel like the starters really got a brunt of those minutes. This, uh, tonight... But that's the positives. That's the positives, and I wanted to really start off this podcast with with the positives. With the things that we can get things rocking about. Stay on a positive note to get it going. But there was a lot of negatives to uh, take away from this game. And the first one, I'm, I'm bringing it back to Maine. I'm breaking out the Damari Carroll Gold Star early because it's a... Uh, what is Nick Nurse doing? What is Nurse doing with Gary Trent Jr.? Okay, I get we traded Norman Powell and I was very frustrated we traded him, Riker was very frustrated, but Gary Trent Jr. is a guy that we got back who is younger, showing more potential, and in the future it seems to be like the right move, the right play. But short term, especially as this team right now looks like they're trying to win, maybe it's some 7D, d chess from Nurse benching Trent Jr., not playing him at all, but if we're gonna have him in here, right, you gotta even if he's coming off the bench, right? We've seen that the Raptors can essentially play six starters, right? They can run lineups where with, with we had Norman Powell here, right? Norman Powell's getting 25, 30 minutes per game on this Toronto Raptors team, even when he was coming off the bench. And Trent, I know he's struggling, and people are saying he's not not great and all this tonight, but you can't play him 14 minutes you can't, what, 19 minutes, I'm looking at Utah's, uh, Utah's minutes per game, but 19 minutes for Trent, four points, minus 33 for the game, and he's a guy that's really a rhythm player, right, he needs to be a, a, a guy, it, it, we heard it when he was on the Portland Trailblazers, we heard it when he was coming into this team, that he's a guy that needs the, the ball, just a few touches, he's a streaky player, you get him going early, you get him hot, and then that's how he flows, that's the way Norman Powell played, and The fact, I don't mind that he's coming off the bench, right? Obviously, matchup-wise or in terms of perfect fit, maybe it would be more ideal if Lowry's off the bench, but he's the Raptors Groat, and all these sorts of things. Lowry, he's, especially when games that matter, he oftentimes ends up being our best player. So, I see why Lowry is the starter right now and all these sorts of things, but you gotta let Trent play. You gotta give him the ball, and that's been another issue with this team. We've not a, uh, we haven't really been giving Trent the rock these times, and I don't know. Nineteen minutes for Gary Trent Jr. Maybe I, I we've been saying we're gonna add this, uh, this uh, segment to to the podcast, but maybe it's a Raptors conspiracy going on and they're trying to get Trent's money down for the offseason so we don't have to give him that 20 or 17 to 20 million dollar contract he was on pace to get when he was just setting records game after game I don't know I think this Raptor team is better suited if we're trying to win with Trent out there on the court with the basketball get him in a rhythm and the thing about it too and I see I'm following I'm gonna add I'll, I'll incorporate the chat a lot more as we, we move along i brought the pop-out chat here but Gary Trent Jr. is a guy that you know you, you you gotta set up plays for him. You gotta get him the ball in the right spots. He's not necessarily a creator. He's not even the slasher that Norman Powell was. And tonight, all of the shots that Gary Trent Jr. got seemed to be contested middies, Seemed to be threes where the the he was coming off a screen, but it was a, a poorly set play, and the the hand was in the face. I don't know. I I just was not. I, I wasn't happy with how the offense was ran, especially when the, the main core three guys weren't out there on the court. But, I don't know. Let me know what you guys think about Trent in this situation. But, outside of the three guys that we started off positively with, no one really played well. And the first guy, it's it's Kyle Lowry. 1 of 10 from the field, 0 of 8 from the three-point line, 4 points, 9 assists, and 7 rebounds, which is solid. He does the little things, but it's... Kyle Lowry just hasn't looked right since the trade deadline. And this has been a a theme since he's been on the court, and I know he's been dealing with rest, a foot foot issue. There might be a lot of excuses whether they're legit or they were just tanking names to put on tanking. But Kyle Lowry is a guy that you you trust him. You always feel like he's going to be able to do the right things, get his game going out there on the court. But tonight it was bad. Tonight it was really bad. And it's been Not great for Kyle Lowry since the trade deadline happened, and this might hurt the bag he's going to get in the offseason. I remember when uh, the trade deadline, everything was coming out, people were saying Kyle Lowry is going to command $25 million per year over the next two years, and I know he's been great this season, particularly before the trade deadline, but right now, he's just not playing at that level. Maybe it's because the Raptors seem to have sacked their season. Maybe he's not motivated, but he seems like a guy that's still engaged. He's still taking the right Kyle Lowry shots. And we've seen this from Kyle over the course of his Raptors career. Sometimes he goes through stunts, goes through situations where it's just straight up. He he just starts chucking threes rather than driving the lane, trying to get his offense going inside out. And, you know, it's... it's He's just settling right now, settling at this point in, in the season, Maybe he's just trying to stay healthy the offseason. I don't know what it is, but... Guys, the the bench has struggled. Gillespie, this is probably his worst game as a Raptor, in my opinion, just in terms of decision-making. Utah hit a 3, which is positive, but a minus 22 for the game. Malachi Flynn, only 6 minutes. I guess that makes sense, because Nurse doesn't want to run those bench guys. Rodney Hood, 0 minutes. Stanley, Aaron Baines, the insurance pylon. It's a... It's a tough. It's a tough, tough look, but... Now, I I got into the game analysis, and I'll talk about the Knicks just for a little bit, because sometimes we get too, too in-depth about the Raptors, but the Knicks are an interesting team. Obviously, they're Rikers' second-favorite team, but R.J. Barrett, that guy looked clutch tonight. I'm really happy to see the Canadian guys play well, right? Do hit some shots. His three-point jumper looks way better than it did last season, and Julius Randle, Julius Randle, He dominated us. And I know the box score shows that maybe, you know, Siakam, OG Fred competed with him in terms of the best player on the court. Julius Randle looked unstoppable tonight for this Toronto Raptors team, or not this Toronto, I wish this Toronto Raptors team for the New York Knicks, five of seven from three, 31 points, 10 rebounds. And ever since he's gotten his jumper going, ever since he's integrated that into his bag, he has been on another level, and it's the reason why the New York Knicks have just been real, really taken off over the past month. So just a shout out to uh, Julius Randle. Shout out to, to RJ Barrett. I, I enjoy this Knicks. I hope, I'd hope i like to see them make a little bit of a run. And yeah, RJ with 25 points, I didn't even realize that. 25 and 12 for RJ Barrett, a plus 23 for the game. Uh, that's some remarkable numbers for a guy that's Canadian, so you love to see it but uh Derrick Rose also want to give a little shout out 19 points, 7 assists. He also played really strong defense as well. I don't know. There there's a lot of guys you can like on this New York Knicks team, but I won't dive too much into that because I've waited I waited for a few more people to get into the to the chat to the podcast to really bring this up, but the Raptors are just on a four game win streak. And I don't see a lot of the the common commentator commenters or live chatters we need we need a name for the people that are in the live chat but i don't see a lot of them in the chat here today that were pro tank i don't know if i got the, the image up i don't have it up you know what we're, we're just gonna rock it to base a lot of people are either on team tank or team playoffs and you gotta let me know which side you're on after this game because the raptors the knicks are a team that the raptors came out in this one really wanting to win they they treated this game it felt like like a playoff game and the Knicks are a team that we need to be able to beat. They might be in the 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 team we face if we end up making the 10th seed and play them in the playing tournament. And we just got outclassed. We looked a lot worse than uh than the New York Knicks tonight. And it makes sense. The Raptors have struggled this season. The Knicks they've been really good. And I'm looking at the chat now. They caught up to when I threw the the twilight image on the screen and it looks like there's a lot more people in team tank than there was 2 days ago and i want to i want to say i just want to say i'll play the segment after but we got a super chat in this podcast uh steven tank tanaka tanaka i thought it was tank i thought he was going for the tank in the in the chat what hat is riker rocking today and i don't know this wasn't a walmart raptors game i think they tried hard they they played well it was just unfortunately the Raptors struggled here. He's rocking his golf hat. That's actually where he's at right now. I think he's playing some like simulated golf or something. I don't know. It's a. Uh, I didn't. It's like there's like a cinema. He'll explain it on the next podcast. Y'all can ask him. So people are asking if he was in bed. You know, he's uh, he's nocturnal, right? It's a uh, the afternoons on Saturdays. But yeah, to get back to the tank talk, appreciate the super chat greatly. Appreciate it. But this Toronto Raptors team. I'm out here. people were asking for it earlier, but I'm playing the kazoos. I, I I said I would be willing to maybe hop off the tank, maybe get on the other side of it if this Toronto Raptors team said, you know we, we beat the Knicks we have a really tough schedule coming up here right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull that up and break it down. But we played the Cleveland Cavaliers, which is solid, which is an easy game, so to speak. But they they have been playing a little bit better with Darius Garland, playing at a new level. But then it's Brooklyn, Denver, Utah, Lakers, and Clippers are our next five games. And I said, okay, if we can get on a little run against this really ridiculous schedule... Fair enough. I'll hop off the tank. We we've we proven we're a solid team. Maybe we can make a run at the Philadelphia 76ers, one of these teams. But unfortunately, we couldn't even beat the, the New York Knicks tonight with every with OG, Fred, and Siakam having big, big nights. It's been the issue all year, right? The center, I thought Birch played all solidly as well, even though the box score isn't there. Birch is more of like an ideal backup center. I think that's Birch's full role especially with the jumpers a little bit inconsistent he's not that much of a threat to really score and create in the down low in the block himself but he's a great shot blocker great guy to have on the team. his impact has really helped us out and the reason we beat those teams and went on a little four game winning streak but the depth on this team it's just not there yet and nick nurse doesn't have trust in it and maybe that's a bit on nick nurse maybe that's uh obviously on the on the squad too but Trent off the bench, it doesn't look like it's going to work. He looked bad in the last two games. He didn't have a lot of time and rhythm to get his game going. Malachi's been great when he had opportunity, but six minutes for him tonight. Utah just cannot be relied upon right now to to come in and give us a a burst off the bench. Gillespie, again, another guy that's learning the game, feeling it out. I really want to keep him around. I think his potential is very high. So not bagging on Gillespie, but he's not there yet. He did have his best game as a Raptor a couple days ago, but I don't know. It's I don't want to see him up and down. I've stayed on the tank. I've remained playing the kazoo's since uh since the trade deadline. I haven't hopped off that bandwagon. But I just don't think it's our year. I don't think it's the year the Toronto Raptors should really try and make the run, beat the odds. And I get that a, a playoff run would be exciting. Everyone loves to, to see the Raptors come out and really make a run because there is talent on this team. Is There's a lot of talent on this team. We saw from our top three guys in this year. We know what Lowry can do in the, in the biggest of moments. We've seen Trent set a lot of records, and the young guys show a lot of promise. So I get why some people are still on team playoffs, but if we can just get even the chance for a, a top Four pick, right? And with the new lottery odds, we can still get there. We can play. I think we can realistically play our way into a, a like a forty percent, forty-five percent chance at a top four pick. I think that's a realistic situation. I think that's the direction we still have to go. Now, the Raptors—they just did just have a four-game win streak. If they come out, beat Cleveland, Brooklyn, Denver, Utah, Lakers, all these sorts of things, maybe get, maybe drop one out of the next five, one out of the next six you gotta, you gotta interpret the information as it comes, and fair, if they beat those teams, and they prove me wrong, I'll, I'll greatly say, let's go on a playoff run, let's get excited, let's do these things, but if that's not the case, and that's the way it's looking right now, considering we just lost to the Knicks, I'm, uh, I'm full tank, and there's only 10 games left, right, we have this tough, tough schedule, and then, or 10 games, no, 72, we have 12 games left, Right, and then at the end of it, we play Dallas, who's going to be trying not to be in the play-in tournament. Uh, the Bulls, who will be competitive. The Clippers again. The Grizzlies, who are trying to be in the play-in tournament. The Wizards. Every team we play is really outside of the Pacers in the last game of the season. They are uh, they're they're trying to trying to get W's. So it's it's tough. It's a tough situation, but I don't know. It's I'm Team Tank. I'm Team Tank. It looked like a lot more people were on Team Tank. Maybe it's because the 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 chat's been lower. I get we're at a weird time. We're in the afternoon. People are doing stuff on Saturday. But the the roster we get Mobley. He follows us on Twitter. We're the only NBA team he follows on Twitter. If we can get that elite center, have Birch as a backup, Gillespie as the insurance, and then Baines. I got the segment pull up as the insurance, insurance pylon, or maybe just let him go. That's the direction I'd like to see this Toronto Raptors move towards. Kyle Lowry, maybe potentially sign and trade him for other pieces or bring him back as a bench player. Start Fred, Trent, OG Siakam, and then a top, a, a legitimate center. That's what I want to see. Someone said Bamba Cloud in the chat. Love to see it. But uh, I don't know. I guess the Caps are also an easier one as well coming up tomorrow. It's, it's tough. It's a tough situation, but guys, let's swing it into the segments. And tonight, the spicy p lay of the day, and you guys already know, right? A lot of people clutched up with the spicy p lay of the day sponsor. In uh, following the last video, we had a lot of people talk about Tiger's Milk Hot Sauce, and they said the people that get it, they say they love it. We've loved it. I put it on some tacos and. You can see it here. Use the promo code north Not get twenty percent off, right? Not the animation. Fifty percent off. This is a limited time thing. Everyone that's on uh, in the super chat right now, or in the chat right now, watching the stream live, right? This is a limited time deal that uh, Tiger's Milk is offering to you guys. So, you guys heard the name. You've heard it now for the past month. You're recognizing it, you gotta try it out. It's the perfect opportunity to buy in. Go to the website, check it out, right? If you if you get the hot sauce, you try it, you love it, send it over to or send us a pic of you guys eating it and we'll throw it on the Instagram, we'll do all that stuff because it's quality quality hot sauce. So the uh, Tiger Smoke, the Roha Jungle Spice is what I got here. Riker's usually taking the dab. I don't take the dab because I put it on most of the food I eat in terms of all the when when I'm cooking with stuff that can use hot sauce. Said we might throw it on some ice cream if the Raptors lose in a play in tournament, but other than ice cream, it'll taste good on anything. But uh <laughs> the Toronto Raptors, spicy PLA of the day. Let's go into OG Ananobi in this one had a really nice reverse the the milk is like right underneath my chin I can like lean on the milk but uh OG Ananobi had a really nice reverse dunk underneath the rim and OG there's something about OG dunks that are so aesthetically pleasing you see him go up he gets so much air there's so much power on the on the jams You, you love to see OG when he just jumps up he's healthy he's bumping I don't know. I, I, there, nothing hits harder than a nice OG and Adobe junk Dunk. So that's a, that's a vibe. i got phone calls coming on here. But not all plays it can be the spicy play of the day. And some just make you say OGs. Oh, and tonight, the OGs oh, play of the day, it's going down the stretch to the Toronto Raptors. I started off, for people that are just joining the chat, I started off with a lot of... Of positivity, a lot of breaking down the stuff that the, the Toronto Raptors did well, and we got to get we, we moved along a little bit more negative. And the OGs sort of be the pinnacle of that. And unfortunately, this guy has had the toughest luck at the end of games this season Pascal Siakam for the phenomenal game that he had this season or, or pff, this game, not this season. He had to tw- um, pull it back up the box score, he had the schedule up. But uh, 26 points for Siakam, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. But down the stretch, really, really didn't look that good. Really made some tough passes, threw one straight out of bounds when I, think, I believe he was thrown to OG, fouled a bunch, went into the lane, took some poor shots, and then to cap it off at the very end, right, The the game was basically over, the Knicks weren't playing defense, and he just got the ball stripped straight from him. So that's... That's unfortunate. It was unfortunate to see Siakam. I know it wasn't a, a last-second buzzer beater. Or, you know, people that will go at him for being unclutch, but uh, it's you want to see Siakam cap off a great game with a great ending. And the Raptors have struggled down in the fourth. It's a it's a tough thing. It's a tough thing for the 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 Raptors there, Siakam. But finally, the infamous, the one, the only, Damare Carroll Gold Star Award. I already threw one out to Nick Nurse earlier for. Playing for Gary Trent, uh, not playing Gary Trent Jr. in the past couple games. If he's coming off the bench, you need to manage his minutes properly. But the whole bench tonight just struggled. Didn't look that nice. Minus 33 for Trent. Minus 22 for Utah. Minus 24 for uh, Freddie Gillespie. It's tough. Tough, tough, tough. One guy, uh, I know I'm not huge on the plus minus stats, but Ken Birch in 33 minutes was a plus 15 in this game. And honestly, that shows how having a true center that's experience Gillespie was just getting kind of punked by uh, Taj Gibson. Playing Gibson's a veteran; he's a guy that knows all the little tricks. He's been on every Tom Thibodeau team that he's coached, and he really punked Gillespie in this one. Just with different plays, block shots, stuff on offense, is getting him with spin moves. And it wasn't Gillespie's night, but Ken Birch really showed his uh, showed his stuff in this one. I don't know; it's it's a tough. Tough game. I keep saying tough because that's what it is. But before we swing it into the final segment, people were asking for a little like spike at the end of the end for the the stuff. We're only at 34 likes. There hasn't been many viewers in here. We're going to have to get the the people that are in the chat right now to really, really get that spike up. I don't have Riker here to chant with me, but a little, a little like spike would be exciting to see right now cuz i know a lot of raptors fans are just going to be disappointed in this performance, disappointed uh, in everything that happened here. But anyways, you guys know what time it is, we're at the end of the podcast, so we are going to swing into the final segment. Woo 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 woo. Woo 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 woo. That's right. The final alarm has gone off and while while you guys catch up, I want to hear your takes. It seems like we have a different people in the chat for this one, not a a few recognizable names, a few people that I guess it's Saturday afternoon schedules are different. I get it. So, uh I'm excited to to see different people's takes and stuff. We love we love all the people that end up in the live section, but what are your guys' thoughts? I also also plug it. Here we're, all, we're on the road to 20k subscribers as people get the Get the <laughs> the chats going. So, subscribe to the channel if you're not already subscribed. Greatly appreciate it. Once we hit 20k subscribers, it's a slow grind right now to 20k. But, uh, once we get there, Riker and I will be playing uh, one-on-one. So, or one-on-one. Really intense game. They're always exciting to see. They're just waiting to be filmed. Waiting to come out. We'll get some promotion going on it there. But, uh, and right as we start looking at the, the comments, seeing what people are saying. Paul Blunt legend in the super chat usually with the blunt takes came out since the tank is back he uh he the tank is back so i'm excited i'm excited to see the tank back but we'll see it's officially back if we lose to the calves tomorrow and then we'll see what happens when we play some tougher teams i don't know i've been on the tank it never left for me but nice to see uh raptors fans starting to get a bit more united on the direction of this roster especially with 12 games to go uh LCV Killer is saying, bro, what are some advice for future CS students? Just code. Code up some stuff. Find something you want to do and, and bust it out. Don't worry about being good. Don't worry about it being nice. You'll figure it out if you get some projects cooking. But uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's my advice for a CS student as I'm about to graduate. I wrote my second last exam last night, so I'm excited to, to get all that cooking. Dan Burke saying, cool shirt. Greatly appreciate it. But, uh, yeah, people are talking about the next nine-game winning streak right in a row. And MC Maestro is making a a solid point here, saying that the COVID has devastated the G League development. This is our bedrock of our bench. Boucher had huge strides there. That's really the Raptors' secret secret weapon. And without it, we're just mediocre. And that's a fair point, especially with Utah and uh, Malachi, where you can really see where their games would develop. Their confidence would grow. They would be able to set themselves apart if we if they had uh if they had an opportunity to just get more run in the G League. So I, I agree with that take there. Uh, people are saying uh, Julius Randle's a menace. That's big facts, Joshua. Jared's saying, Congrats, Ben. Appreciate it. But uh give them more credit. The Knicks played well. The Knicks are are absolutely uh, remarkable. That's uh that's all they've been for the past couple weeks. It's crazy that turnaround. I'm I'm excited to see those guys go. i some if I'm at uni or college, I'm at a I'm at a university. I don't really know the difference in the names of them. But I'm at McGill in Montreal, doing a mix Zoom. It's all on Zoom now this this semester. But excited to get that rocking. But uh, on Team Tank, Gamer Army's on the he's on the tank commander. He's on that tank. He's in an army. But Mobley, OG Trent, and Flynn is a future core. I don't know. You gotta gotta include Siakam and Fred. In that that's they're they're two essential guys. They were key pieces on a championship. So that's a that's you can't hate on the or uh, on OG or Siakam and Fred. I'm losing my thought, losing my train of thought here. But uh, yeah, it's it's just a, it. I'm seeing a lot of similar takes. But you know, it's uh pe- people are asking, am I in are, uni? Are you in Ontario? Yeah, I'm in, I'm in uni, I'm at McGill University in Montreal, and I'm in St. John's, Newfoundland right now. It's living, living life, Riker's back home as well, but it's, uh, it's yeah, people are saying pray for Boucher. Oh, I also give a little update on Chris Boucher, he had an MCL strained from what I saw, that's what Shams reported, which is a huge positive thing. I uh, I tore my ACL uh, a few, few years ago now while I was in high school. But uh, I tore my ACL lateral meniscus and medial meniscus all at once. Also had a level 2 MCL strain. And that was actually the most painful thing out of it out of it all. Right? The MCL specific strain. But it was the easiest thing to recover from. The rest of it required surgery and all that. So positive to see Boucher not have a horrific injury. And that could be a huge part why the Raptors struggled in the in, uh, front court currently. But it's a... Uh, yeah. It's uh it's nice to see, especially cuz when you see someone go down with a knee injury, especially with Jamal Murray, that not only writes them off potentially for this season but the season after. So to see Boucher get something that can bounce back from in a couple weeks, a month or so, that's great a great thing to see. But yeah. There're not many takes here happening. Not a not, people aren't that excited for the Raptors tough loss to the New York Knicks. So I might might cut this one short. This little live, we're still gone for thirty minutes, but that's a that is what it is. Anyways, get a we get a little like spike. I guess for a little like spike to end this one off, be greatly appreciated. I know this this video a loss to the Knicks, especially when the Raptors are gaining some momentum. Probably won't gain that much traction, but I appreciate everyone here in the in the chats. We have a lot of big stuff coming. We teased it on the last podcast and. I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I believe tomorrow, merch, merch might be coming, it might be, you might be able to get your merch tomorrow, definitely early this week, at the latest, right, the sites are built, The, the we have a Shopify going first, someone asked if, for CS advice, I'm coding up the website now for that, but currently we're just gonna work with a beta Shopify site, so if you guys are interested in merch, it's a coming to you guys soon, but yeah it's a uh, really appreciate everyone hopping in this chat tough game we're all in this together here but uh you guys are the best to make this far check out the twitter the instagram all the cool stuff the tiktoks the the website you'll definitely want to check out the website soon we'll let you know when because the the merch is coming out but really appreciate all that all that you know if you're not excited about the raptor season fair enough but definitely get some excited for a bit of merch get excited for a tank get excited for whatever cuz the raptors 12 games left it's a uh, yeah we'll see what happens with this team anyways i'm going to stop rambling you guys are the best i'm signing off cheers